Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. The Believe, the Phoenix Suns podcast, right here on KSRN. Your host, Earl Burnett, Burnett, a.k.a. Casual Exactly. I'm starting to kind of figure you out a little bit, Flex. But you really believe in this son's team. You really see something that maybe some of us are not seeing, bro. And Felix Cruz, Lex Jersey. Just feels different. He's the hungriest dog in the race, and that's what I'm saying. That Pete, That's another dynamic I think people are underestimating is that we're going to go in there with a, with a pack of hungry, hungry dogs and the hungriest dog is leading our team. Time to talk sun. We're going to go down there and destroy everyone in our way. Welcome into the Believe the Phoenix Suns podcast. We are back and we are coming in the house with heavy, 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 heavy freaking hearts right now. Disappointment. And it's really tough. But hey, these are the finals. This is what happens in a series. But anyway, we'll get into that. Earl Burnett, a.k.a. Casualty. Of course, my man across from me, Felix Cruz, a.k.a. Flex from Jersey, who went on the radio again and had to put it down and tell these fans, y'all can give up if y'all want to, but hey, <laughs> what's up, Flex? <laughs> hey, man, hey, man, listen, I woke up this morning, Planet Orange, I woke up this morning, the sun was shining, my family's healthy, no right. one died, and the suns are still alive, man, so um, this You're is... You're alive until it's done, you know? That's, that's it, that's man. Look at it. You're alive until it's you done, know. and you got to kind of lean back on some of the stuff that you experienced too. You have never, ever, you're, you're a good road team, first of all, and, and you know how to win on the road. Yeah. And, 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 and you never won. You never lost four games in a row all season. That's right. And so That's right. The they can lean back on. And I know, you know, a lot of people have already given up already. I've been, man, I want, I want you to do me a favor, dude. Yeah. Start, start screenshotting a lot of these people that have given up already. Already doing it. We're going to bring them Already back. Already doing it. Already yeah. doing it. Already doing it. Um, you, you know what, E-Man? Listen, um, you know, this is this is my problem with some of that stuff is uh, if they gave away championships for winning three games, there'd be a right. whole bunch of people that don't got rings that have rings. Yeah, like, exactly. you don't get the ring. You don't get to touch Larry O'Brien with three right. wins. You got to win. You got to win four. Ask Golden State when they were up 3-1 um, if, 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 if they got the trophy for, for going up 3-1. He didn't. Right. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm saying – and you know what's crazy, E? I want people to play this back. I actually want to see if, if you can take a clip of our last show and put oh, yeah, this out on social do. media because I, <laughs> um, I said it on this show. I said if the Suns lost game five, I thought we would go in the Milwaukee and win game six and then win game seven. I said that before the game happened. Right, you sure did. You, you know what I'm saying? So um, let's talk about it. Let's talk about oh, it. Oh, yeah, for sure. But let, let me – Go ahead. Talk to me. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying I, for, the, for the guys that are chiming in and all the fans that are chiming in and uh, listeners, I didn't do no prep. I didn't – I didn't do none of that. We're going to count on y'all for y'all's comments and stuff. And we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna, we're gonna talk this thing out. because uh, Right gotta, off the cuff. Yeah, this gotta, right gotta, off the cuff. We got to go ahead and put the bandwagon back up and, let, and watch these people start to jump back on it when they do go in there and win this game. One thing I can say about this, this situation, I kind of like <laughs> it this way. I do, too. I do, too. I kind of like it, E. I'm telling you, I feel good. I kind of like it. I do, because first of all, I always, in my mind, was thinking the person that's going to uh, game six is going to be a very critical game because that's that's a game that's going to be having somebody facing elimination. So that also means somebody's going to feel that pressure of having to close out a desperate team. Yeah, and that's not easy to do. You can't. No. You, you closing out a team in any playoff series is hard to do, let alone a final series. So right. I would imagine the Suns are going to be playing 
with that focused look. Let, let's talk about the game last night. Let's talk about let's talk that. Talk about the game, and then we'll talk about how yeah, I how, how I feel how this is going, about yeah. going into. Yeah, but let, let's let's. I mean, the the start of this game was as perfect as it could ever have been, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you come out there and blitzkrieg them, and and, and and you're up a quick thirty-two to sixteen, and. And 16 points in an NBA game is not really that big. Everybody knows that a 16-point lead can be decimated throughout a three quarters and next thing. But for them to come back as fast as they did was, was really surprising. But in my opinion, and why they came back so fast, the Suns were going for the knockout in the first quarter. You can see what they were doing. Yeah. They, they were going for the knockout in the first quarter, and they they they, they exuded all that energy to get that lead. And then in the second quarter, for some odd reason, Monty takes Book out, and then the rest of the team still tried to go for the dagger shot. Let's keep getting them, and they went for all these. Right, right. Jay, Jay oh, took bad, bad two bad threes. Tory oh, Craig Jay, took a bunch Craig, of bad threes. Craig, all these guys um, just start jacking up bad threes. Now, now we're not talking about bad threes. Three. Yeah, bad threes. And I'm going. Those are the threes that are going to let this team right back in the game. And that's exactly what happened in minutes. And then yeah, five minutes. And then in that second quarter, what they ended up doing was okay. Oh, it's getting it's getting it's getting a little desperate. Book, take over here. Help us do your thing. And right, come save now, the day. Yeah, come now, save now, the now day. Now the team's watching him again, and the ball stops moving, and nobody's active anymore. And I'm like, man, this this team has lost their way as far as how to play together. It's like that ball's not moving like it's supposed to. Too much ISO right. ball going on. And I'm like, wait a minute. We're not going to win like this. And then, the, of course, the last thing of, of, of this whole equation is for the first time, we let all three of their stars get off. Yeah, that, and, that, and that's, that's – That can't see, happen. See, here's the, here's the perfect storm here. here. Here's the psychology of, like, sports in general in this type of pressure-packed situations, okay? Right. Um, first things first, whether people want to admit it or not, the team that's supposed to win, the team that's at home, has all the pressure on them. Um, so you always hear this agenda of, oh, we're at home, we're good. No, actually, the team at home usually has the pressure. Um, oh, yeah. And so we had to win yesterday, not the Bucks. The Bucks psychology was, okay, we're going to try to win this game, but if we don't, we got a game six in our pocket. And then we can come back and try again game seven. So psychology-wise, they already had kind of an advantage. We right. punched them in the face and gave them a best punch and then allowed them to take that punch and come back. And once that happens, that's a recipe for disaster in the NBA finals, because um, it's very similar. I saw this happen in, in uh, I forget the year, but the finals that Dwayne Wade won his first chip against Dallas, uh, they won in game six and Dallas, they were on the road and Dallas came out and went up to like a quick 15, 20 point lead really quick. And I remember um, in the in the huddle, uh, I think it was Eric Spolstra said, "Hey, listen, it, my Pat Riley Spolstra, one of them was like, hey, listen, we took their best punch. Um, they they're they're in trouble now.' And that's what Milwaukee did yesterday. Took our best punch, and then we let them back in, and then they couldn't, and then they controlled the game. But here's the thing, man. Right. Um, you had three of their stars basically all have thirty. So Middleton, Holiday, and Giannis all got 30. And then, and then, and then to, to make things matters worse, Connaughton had 15. So you're talking about 105 points from four guys, and one of them is a bench player. Um, that's just – you're just not going to win. Now, do I think that can happen again? I don't. I don't believe that the Bucs – I believe the Bucs emptied the tank yesterday. And rightfully so, they got the win. But now I'm intrigued because now I'm saying, okay, people are saying, oh, it's game six in Milwaukee. Let me talk to you about this, E. Mm -hmm. um, game six in Milwaukee is actually game seven for Milwaukee um, <laughs> because they know they got to win. They know yeah. they have to win. They, they know that they got the one opportunity to win a road game in the, in the playoffs, and they did it. And now the pressure's on them. They have to yeah, go home and win a game six. a lot six. of pressure, man. That comes with a oh, lot of pressure. It, there's more pressure on them than it is the Suns, if I'm being honest. Now, the Suns have already – they apparently, based on the national media, they're already buried. So so they they got three days to digest what losing in the finals might feel like. Now, the Bucks, on the other hand, are saying, we've choked away three years in a row. We're at home. 
we got to get this one because if we get back on a plane, the game might be over at the airport. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? That game might be over when they land at Sky Harbor. Like, so th <laughs> this is a game seven for them. And, and I'll, I'll point this out. Game four versus the Lakers. I'm sorry to sound long-winded, but we got an hour oh, here, so we're gonna chop this up. Dude, keep on rolling. You know, keep on I'm rolling. trying to get I'm trying to get Planet Orange to get back into this momentum that we need. And, and here's what I'm gonna say: If you want to feel better, let me just chop this up for you. Uh, game four against the Lakers, we were down two-one with Chris Paul possibly not playing. Like that was the game where Monty went to him and said, "Hey, you may not play." And he begged him to put him in the starting lineup and said, if I'm not okay, take me out. But that was 2-1 in L.A. versus LeBron and Anthony Davis with a chance to go down 3-1. And the right. Suns responded and won that game. Okay? Then they right. went to L.A. game six and had to put the GOAT to sleep and did it. Then they went to Denver game three and four and won road games. Then they went to the Clippers 2-1. With, with a lot of pressure, because if it's 2-2, two, two, now you got a game five in Phoenix. And again, they responded. They lose game five, and what do they do? They get on a plane, and the pressure's back on them. The pressure's on them to win game six because people are saying, hey, if you lose game six against the Clippers, you got a game seven in Phoenix, and anything can happen. What did they do? They responded. Um, right. So there's no reason to believe they can't respond. Another thing is, uh, it's very hard to beat a team four times in a row, and the Bucks know this. The Bucks know right. this. You, yeah. you know what I mean? So there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of things. Um, the, the 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 series is far from over. DeAndre Ayton said it in his press conference yesterday. I like the fact that we're desperate. This is fun now. This yeah, is dude. fun now. I love that the big fella said that. Let's have fun. Let's go to Milwaukee. Let's break their hearts and let's bring this back to the valley. And I'll say what I said about Paul Westfall. You know, uh, I'm going to channel Paul Westfall again, man. Listen, uh, the series is not over. We'll go to Milwaukee on Tuesday. It'll be a dog fight, but we'll pull it out. And then we'll fly back on Thursday, the next game. We'll win the game. And everybody say what a great series it was. Anybody that doesn't want to believe that or anybody that's giving up right now, uh, shame on you because you haven't watched this basketball team all year. Um, and I know there's adjustments that we'll make to get things to, to, to get things corrected in, in, in game six. Absolutely. We're going to lean on, like I said, some of these comments on here. And, and uh, you're listening to the Believe the Phoenix Suns podcast right here on the KSRN YouTube page. Go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube page, K-A-Z-U-A-L, with the Z at the end of the word sports on every uh, one of our platforms. Got a comment right here. A lot of broken ankles from jumping off the bandwagon, and you can, and that started. Yeah, probably, that 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 started. Uh, media national, the media, the national media started that way before the series even started. Because, yeah, I, if I see another dang on coverage from the, I, I tweeted out last night. Can somebody get Jalen Rose off TV? Because this yeah, dude it's, it's, it's atrocious, man. man. There's this whole. I, I observed NBA TV doing a, a a segment that has the finals. They're covering the finals, right? And so you bring on two fans. Okay, this is the yeah, finals. From the Bucks. From the Bucks. From the Suns, yeah, I saw that. I mean, that segment's supposed to be a Suns fan and a Bucks fan. You bring on yeah, two it, Bucks fans to argue over if it's yeah. going to be game six or game seven. I said, what kind of trash is this? I could yeah, not man. believe they're not giving this team any respect, y'all. No, not I mean zero. And the whole broadcast is Bucks eccentric. Boom, Bucks, Bucks, Bucks. And 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 granted, when you got a big superstar like Giannis, that's overshadowing everything. That's where they're all going to. But yeah, yeah, Giannis is a global name. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But the Suns, Giannis are, is a global yeah, name. Suns are still the same team that when they play the right way. They're hard to beat. And if anybody had yes. told you, if anybody told you that we had a 40-point spot from Booker, 21 from Paul, and 20 from Aiden, that would have been a win, right? Oh, hold on. And let me let me throw some out. 55% from the field, 60% yeah. from three, and 90 yeah. from the line. That's never happened. Right. Um, so what does that tell me? Like, we're getting everything we want. We're getting all the shots we want. Now, credit the Bucs. They, they hit every shot they had to Correct. hit last well, night. And I'm going to get – I'm going to get him credit, but, but I, I'm going to tell you something. Go ahead. Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. Let me just say this, though. 
that stat line for the scoring for the Suns usually would be a win. But that's looking, a win. Yeah, that's a win. At that game, I'm telling you, Flex, looking at that game with my eyes, it didn't feel like that stat line to me. Only, Of course, only from Booker it did. But the other two, yeah. I'm like, okay, wait a minute. That 2021 that Chris had could have easily been 30, 35 or, or more, or le- you know, somewhere in the 30 range and more assists. He didn't seem engaged into the game early. He's like he keeps waiting. He's like he's waiting for something. We don't have yeah. any more time to just let you sit back and wait. And we got a comment on here. And someone said, this dude is injured, and he's just not admitting it. And okay, Listen, he well, is. I, let, 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 listen. Don't want to admit it, right? I mean, that's any show. I'm, I'm going to tell you. I, I, I'm going to tell you straight up. I'm going to tell you straight up, okay? Right. We know this. Like, I've been getting this comment people DMing me and asking me, like, what do I know? And I'm, I'm going to tell you what I know. What I know is what everybody else is know. Chris Paul has a torn ligament in his left wrist. But he had that torn ligament when he dropped 41 against the Clippers. Like, like so so. listen, it, it is, yes, he's hurt. Listen, everyone is hurt. Everyone is hurt. Right. Like, no one's going to sit here and oh, diagnose geez. what's going on. There's yeah. multiple players that are dealing with things that both teams are hiding. Exactly. So no one's healthy. So – yeah, yeah, Chris is Chris is banged up, but it's not banged up to where you can sit here and say, um, you know, he can't perform. No, he's performing. He can he can get out there and do what he has to do. I'm gonna tell you what. Listen, at the end of the day, all those numbers are, are cool, uh, e. Right, right. But right. The, the 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 number that mattered yesterday was the number seventy nine. Oh my! And goodness. that was the amount of points yes. that the yes. Suns gave up between the second and the third quarter. Seventy nine. Points. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's defense. That's right. defense. That's principles. That's hunger. That's desire. That's 50 50 balls. That's boxing out. That's those things that lost that basketball game, not the offensive output. The offensive output was good enough to win. This Phoenix Suns team has been a top five defense all year. That wasn't right. the Phoenix Suns defense that we're used to. But I will say this Monty Williams, for all the flack he's getting, might have stumbled on to the master the master plan in the fourth quarter. And we're going to talk about this, okay? I'm going to tell you what I believe is going to happen in game six, which is going to be the reason why the Suns win the game. Go ahead. Go ahead. Now, before we talk about that, let's talk about why they scored 79 points. And the reason why I'm looking at it now, because we didn't make that team work on, on defense. Yeah. Oh, we didn't no, make it work until, no. until the fourth quarter. We made them work because that ball started to move a little bit more. And right. another thing, we wasted another performance that could have helped us. Mikhail had it going. Why? Don't, okay, why let's don't, talk about that though. Let's talk about that. Hold on a second. And this is this is where Chris Paul has been missing the boat as a point guard this whole series. And I'm not trying to point the finger at him. I'm just saying there's something off balance. And that's when somebody's hot, he normally knows how to continue to get that person the ball. For example, when Cam had it going in game four, you got to concentrate on we got somebody that's got it hot, and that's a chance we can win this game. You got to be as a yeah. point guard to get that person the dang right. Agreed. Uh, Mikhail is part of this crucial part of this offense when they got it going. When Book's got it going, CP's got the ball going around with assists. You got to get that dude the ball a little bit more if he's got it going. He's he hadn't missed a three all night, right? He's right, he's critical to our offense. So I'm just right. saying, it's like, and th- that's where it came down to a lot of iso ball and books going one on three. And 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 but he's breaking fools off and he's getting the points, but everybody else is getting oh, cold. We need and- it, we need it, yeah. We needed book to do all of that because hell yeah, yeah. And more. yeah, we needed him to do what he did. Yeah. But at the same time, Chris has got to deli- got to distribute that ball to the guys that are that have it going. And if yeah. you can imagine if Mikael keeps going the way Mikael gets going, man, that could have been a that would have been an easy. Let's talk. Game. Let's talk about Mikael though. Let's talk about Mikael. Okay. So okay. I did, I did, I did, the, I did the Rip City Drive. Um, I'm sure, I'm oh, sure you yeah. heard it. The Rip City Drive the other night. And, and I talk- <laughs> yeah. We did the Rip City Drive on NBC Sports, Portland, Oregon, and 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 I told them during that interview, I said, I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to look at one stat, and that one stat at the end of the game is going to tell me if the Suns won or lost. When Mikel Bridges takes 10 shots, the Suns are undefeated. They're 10-0 in the postseason when Michelle t- Mikel takes Good 10 point. shots. Good point. When he yeah. doesn't take 10 shots, they're 0-5. 
Okay. So yesterday right. he took six shots. And and right. and that's that's just it. Like the, the men lie, women lie, numbers don't. And Mikel right. Bridges, when he takes 10 shots, uh, we're undefeated. So I expect that number to be plus 10 um in game six. And here's the thing, man. Um I think Mikel Bridges is the key to us winning this championship. And I'll say that he needs to get more shots up. And I believe that the Suns are going to throw a complete monkey wrench at Milwaukee for game six. I think they're going to start the game with Mikel Bridges on, on, on Drew Holiday. Right. I think that they're going to put Mikel on Drew Holiday. Okay. They're going to put Devin Book on Middleton and they're going to move CP over to PJ Tucker. And then leave all the front court the way it is. Okay. Right. And and yeah. and they're gonna Some. make Drew right. They're gonna make Drew Holiday face the same thing Chris Paul's been facing for the last five games. Pressure 94 feet, uh uh just harassing defense. And I'm not worried about Chris Paul having to overwork himself against PJ Tucker. PJ's just not an offensive threat. He's gonna sit in the corner, and it's gonna be similar to what the Suns used to do against the Spurs when they would switch off Sean Marion onto Tony Parker. Right. And they would put Steve Nash on Bruce Bowen. Like, oh, it's okay. going to be one of those adjustments. That's what the Suns used to do against the Spurs. And, and that was the best way to try to beat the Spurs. And I think that's going to happen in game six. And now Milwaukee's going to have to answer that. Monty's playing chess, not checkers. Someone just said that in our, in right. our chat. And it's, yeah, you just I was going to say that, but he just said that. Question here. Nicholas put a good question up here about the thoughts on Monty's rotation, but you pretty much said that of what you think he's going to do on the oh, next. Oh, got play. you. Okay. Currently, yeah. Current, currently going. I, I believe, currently going I believe right that's going to. Yeah. Yeah. So I believe yeah, that that's that's probably excuse the best me. To, that's probably the best thing to do. What you just said because that preserves Chris a lot more to give him the opportunity to go ahead and be a scorer now. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, he's going to delegate and do Correct. that. Correct. And we did it in the floor. Now, yeah, exactly. I like that. Uh, hopefully, that that right, could be the, right. the the recipe that gets gets them over the hump on the road. But we have to make this team yeah. feel it. That everything they did in that second quarter was too easy, and we it's not like it's like we're not getting up in them and making them, them to do things. I mean, I don't know, but let's 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 talk about let's talk about. Uh, yeah, you know what? You know what? I'm sorry. Last thing on that. Okay, you, ahead, last thing on that. Real quick, what you just said. The 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 Suns were playing defense, hoping Milwaukee missed, as opposed to playing defense, making Milwaukee miss. And I know that may sound quirky. No, no, that's but, not, that's but when I coach my kid, you know, when I when I coach my kids, I tell them, you know, this is something I always tell you: you win deep, you win on defense, you win championships on defense, and you you can't play defense hoping someone misses. You have to play defense. Um, assuming that you're going to apply enough force and pressure that they're going to miss, not exactly. just kind of halfway there. And that's kind of what it was yesterday. It was like, okay, I hope Middleton misses. Oh, he made another one. Can he make two in a row? Yeah, he made two in a row. Okay, let's see if you can make three. Make no, you can't do that. Like, Got to make them uncomfortable right. somewhere. They're too comfortable. And and a lot they, – they're yeah. really comfortable and they got a lot of easy shots. And then in the fourth quarter, they start to make really hard contested shots. And that just all comes – it all got in this big pot and ended up the way it ended up. That's a game that doesn't usually go that way. <laughs> I mean, a 60-point lead turns around and boom, you down 14? It usually don't go that way. And, and you got to make you got to make these dudes feel you and, and get up in them and make it uncomfortable for them the way they're doing us on defense. And that's where I'm going to lead into our next comment. Uh, I forgot who had it on here uh, about giving the Bucks credit, how they, you know, they, they're, they're, they're a good team. Let me see here. Who was that? Yeah, Suns Geek. I think this game showed how great the Bucks team is, and we knew that coming in. I think we lost Flex. Flex, you good? Yeah, but anyway, he'll get back in. But I, 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 I'm telling you guys, this to me, this Suns team is still, still, still able to get this done. But they have to turn the focus back on the defensive end. And right now, Milwaukee has gotten comfortable, really comfortable. Uh, watching this game. Oh, here we go. He'll be back in a minute. Watching this game. I saw, to me, I started to think maybe the better team is starting to emerge from this thing because from 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 game one to game two to game three to game four, Bucks just got better and better and better and more focused and more focused. And we're not doing anything to take them off of that. Monty's rotation is going to be a lot to do with that. So what Flex just got through saying about changing it up, 
that could be key to changing it to get them uncomfortable. They, they're used to what we're doing already. We need to make some type of move that would get them uncomfortable. Um, I don't see, I mean, and also we got to we got to control them down. Role players, this Connaughton dude is killing us. I mean, it's one thing to deal with. It's one thing to deal. It's one thing to deal with. Uh, it's one thing to deal with uh, Giannis, uh, Drew, and Middleton, but to have to deal with Connaughton, Portis, and all those role players making all these plays, somebody right. gotta make them dudes uncomfortable. And them dudes are not that damn good to where you can't control them. I mean, come on now. Yeah, no, no, no. You gotta, um, you know, that's that's the thing. So my man, Suns Geek, um. Great question here, but there was another one that he just said. Yeah, he said another one. I, I hit the wrong one. I love. I love. He said, "Do you? Do oh, you here think, we go. Here we go. Do you think we just let Giannis score and shut oh, everybody man. else down? Right, okay? right, right. Um, and and yes, I think that's the that's the recipe that we handled in in game yeah, one and two. Like killing us, right? You you players are killing us. Listen, let Giannis get whatever he wants and clamp up on everyone else. And the Phoenix Suns win this basketball game, and they win it easy. Like um, again, man, again. Listen, I, I looked at that game, that game four, about five times. I rewatched that game. Okay, now, every time I watch that game, I'm sitting here and I'm saying, man, the better team didn't win that game. The Suns, the Suns should have won that game, and and I feel like that the Suns could have won the last two. So. Um, I feel good about going into Milwaukee. I really do. I just think we just got to weather that first five minutes, and then and then at that point we're good. Stay on that, on that, on that. When you're saying you saw the, we we all can see the Suns the better team, right? Yeah. So there's some element that is causing them that these games are going the opposite way. And my man here, Kenny Kenny Perry, is saying this in the first game in the playoffs, we see the lack of experience was a factor in the Bucks winning. I agree. I, I agree with that 100%. In fact, the article is going to go up on KSRN probably tomorrow morning about this exact thing. And and go ahead and subscribe to the KSRN yes, sir. webpage as well, and you get all these articles. And also, too, all you fans out there, this is where you come to have your vent. You can be heard. Put your, your comments up. This is the only place you're going to come in to be heard. So come on in, subscribe to the YouTube page, and we can always chop it up. But, man, I'm telling you, I, I – that's on the wavelength I've been on for a long time. You know this, Flex. I've been on yeah. this day one. And I, it's, I sound like a broken record, and I sound like some of the fans might be saying, will you stop saying this? But it, it's the truth. And, yeah. and it, it's, it's, it, it's that element of disappointment and failure building up to get you to understand how to win games like that yeah. in the final series. Can, can the Suns – have that process accelerated, and then to this point, they've had accelerated it. I mean, they 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 shouldn't even be here, right? You know? So right. they've had that process. They've overachieved. They've yeah, they've overachieved. overachieved exactly, and they have gotten into this to this situation now. And that now that you're here, and this is the part that that that, that kind of gives you that little bit. Now I'm gonna say doubt, but you just hey, you can start to see the better, the more experienced, the more experienced team starting to emerge because you can see yeah. it. And you can see the drive they have, like, no, 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 I'm not failing again. And you can see it in Giannis's eyes. I'm not, no, yeah. no, no, I'm not failing this again. And so that's that's a pressure and a component the Suns are facing too to have to overcome. Yeah. No, but, no, but then no, again, I, when you when you look at where they are now, that could be part of the growing process. Can they get over that experience this fast? Yeah, well, well, here's the thing, Earl. Listen, um, there's a first time for everything. And yes, yesterday was the first time okay. that the Phoenix Suns felt this type of pressure. And and Doc Rivers sent Monty Williams a text before okay. the game yesterday. And the text said, uh, pressure is a privilege at this level. Like to feel pressure at this level is a privilege. There's 28 other teams that will be kicking themselves in the ass to have the pressure you're in tonight. Right. So embrace it. So now the Suns came out, and yes, I saw a lot of signs of some guys that are younger on the roster that didn't quite handle that pressure correctly. Right. Um, but here's the good thing. Okay, we got that out the way now. Okay, right. they, They've had that moment where they felt the pressure and, and they didn't succeed. So now they got 72 hours to kind of regroup and analyze and say, okay, we felt that. But now here's the opposite part of it. The mm -hmm. opposite part of it is now – that pressure that the Phoenix Suns felt yesterday immediately shifts over to Milwaukee Absolutely. on Tuesday, right? Oh, and right. now, and right. 
Right. And so now here's the thought process behind this. Okay. Now the Suns can use this to their advantage. The Suns can say, if I'm Monty Williams, this is what I'm telling the Suns. We know we can win this. We know we can do this. Um, but we're playing with house money, guys. Y'all not supposed to be here. Exactly. Y'all not supposed to be right. here. Now, now you know what the question, the, the, the psychology in the Milwaukee locker room is. Hey, guys, y'all been here before. Y'all choked it away three years in a row. Is this going to be four? Are, are, are y'all are really ready to take that step? Are you right. going to make those shots when you see the yellow tape and yeah. the Larry O'Brien trophy down in the corner of the arena? This is, like, why, this is why there's a chance. It's because my man Roy here is exactly right. The, the, both of these teams had lack of experience. That's exactly what I'm saying, Roy. Point. That's exactly what that's, I'm saying. That, that's right on point because – now, yeah, they felt the failures of getting to the finals. They've never been there either. So we this is our chance to force them to feel that pressure, like you just said. Correct. This is the chance to get them to choke. And I'm telling you, man, I thought that was last night that the choke job was there when those two free throws missed by Giannis. I said, there's your choke job right there. They ain't been right. here before. The experience, inexperience is, is, is getting to him already. And I thought that, that was the that was going to be the – the, the the flip of the series to get us, you know, to be staying ahead of game in this series. But he's correct. Nah, I love what Roy said. Yeah, that's perfect. That, 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 that makes this really that, – that makes the stakes still even, right? Yeah, yeah. You got a chance. You still have a chance. Now they made you feel you're in a situation now where you're not in control of the series as far as being ahead of it now, and you're going to be facing your first elimination game. Okay, let them feel the pressure of having to actually win a yeah. final. And, 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 and you know what's funny, Earl? Like I, I, I'm big on I'm big on psychology. I really am. Like I'm big on <laughs> I am. I'm I'm big on psychology. I got a daughter that's graduating from the University of South Carolina with a wow. degree in psychology. Okay. Nice. So so I'm big on psychology. Must and I'm big head, some head wars going on in that house. Yeah, no, we have great dialogue and great oh, conversations man. about this stuff, man. So I'm big yeah. on psychology and I'm I'm super intrigued by sports psychology. Okay? okay. And and I'll tell you this, you know what's funny how the, the brain's powerful. So if the Suns had won yesterday. Everyone on Planet Orange would be saying, Suns and Six, they can go on Milwaukee and close this out of Milwaukee. We've done it before, right? But because they lost, immediately psychologically, you start to just reverse and, and think, okay. So, so my thing is stay in that moment. Like we knew the Suns can win game six, whether they won or lost that game yesterday. Right. Like I, I don't believe in momentum in the NBA Finals carrying over. Because um, every game is his own entity. Every game is his own, has his own identity. Everything plays out. Perfect example, guys. We just had a game five against the Clippers to wrap it up to go to the NBA Finals, and we came out flat. And right. the Clippers beat the dog, you know what, out of us. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and, and that was a little bit of, okay, we emptied the tank in L.A. in game four. We just want to show up, and the home crowd is going to help us win this Western Conference Finals. And it didn't work that way. Right. And, they were and so back out in the first quarter. That's there exactly you go. There you go. So, so now the same thing happens to Milwaukee. Right. They know that this last game is do or die bed because they cannot get on a plane and go back to Phoenix. So, again, man, I, I feel good about this. Win, lose, or draw yesterday, I felt good about Phoenix in the game six, and I'm not changing course. And I'll say one last thing, Earl. I'm a Phoenix Suns fan. Like, I do this. I cover the team, um, and I try, to, I try to keep things as real as possible, but there is a time when my fandom takes over. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, right? Absolutely. Of course absolutely. it does, right? I'm a Suns fan, man. So I know I I know that from my man Sean. Sean get to go and it's like this dude been here all his life. All he knows is Suns. And when they go down like that, man, this dude is crushed. <laughs> right. It's crushing, man. It's crushing. Yeah. And it's crushing to have a, a even kill right. mentality when you're right. trying to do these shows and talk to the fan base and really, really kind of articulate what you're trying to say right. without people thinking that you're just saying it because you're a Suns fan. I'm right. trying to do the best I can to be even killed, but I'll say this again. If the Phoenix Suns lose game six, I am not going to be devastated. 
Oh, no. And I tell you why. I'm not going to be devastated because if you lose four straight games to the Milwaukee Bucks, you were not the best team. You did not deserve to win an NBA championship. Like, I'll be devastating if Giannis hits a seven uh, 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 a 92 foot shot walk off you know what i'm saying but 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 i'm not going to be devastated if you lose four in a row because you got to kind of look things for what they are and if you're not the best team you shouldn't win but i still believe the suns are the best team if you look at the stats and you look at the way the series is played out i think the Suns should have more than two wins um right. and i think the bucks are lucky to have three um and so i'm going with, the, with what i believe i think if the suns will respond if you're part of the the coaching staff on this team, yeah, and you see, and you see Devin Booker realizing that we're missing a whole lot of shots and we just don't have an offensive rhythm going, I I, I have to I have to take over. Mm-hmm. He's taking more shots and he's taking a lot of shots and he's taking a lot of one on threes and a lot of one on twos and double teams and and he's he feels like it was Devin Booker versus the Bucks in that game. In, the, in 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 parts of that game, in crucial parts of that game, right? When does when when when? How do you how do you pull that guy back, superstar, and say, rely on your team? How how do you? Uh, he's on the floor. He can see they don't have it going. So it's like, okay, right. how does he? I mean, he's in a rough spot because how does he? He extended all his energy last night and and, and put up that big forty spot, and he had no help again. Well, you but know how you do that. What is that? I'm going to tell you how you do that, Earl. You tell that team that came in for six minutes when he was on the bench to make fucking shots. I'm sorry. For, I'm sorry for cursing. No, no. You, but that's that, how you. But that's how you tell, do. Somebody it. tell campaign to make a freaking layup. Right. Make, make, make shots. Make shot. Devin Booker gate spotted you 16 points. <laughs> like, like, like. You know what I'm saying? Like now, go yeah. in there and make shots. And if you go yeah. in there and make shots, Devin Booker will come back in and say, "I'm going to pass you the ball because you're making shots." Right. But if if I gave if I spot you 16 points, I go on the bench and I come back in. And it's a three point game. Um, naturally, it's just like anything, Earl. Right? Like if you go to a bar and you get in a bar fight and you and you beating the hell out of everybody, and then your boys that came with you, uh, you know, Dude, you, right. you wait, you wait for them to throw some punches, and they just right. sitting there like, yo, 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 Earl, <laughs> keep keep knocking these dudes out. You almost like, got him. You almost got him. You almost got him, Earl. Let me buy you a beer while you beating the hell out of somebody. Like, no, Earl, I brought you here to fight with me, brother. How about you put the beer down and throw a punch with me? So exactly. that's that's right. more of what happened yesterday. I think Devin looked at the situation and said, hold on, man. But I came to fight. Games. That's the last few games. He's looked at the situation like, okay, we don't have it going. I, somebody got to keep us in this damn game. Exactly. And, and that's exactly yeah. what it was on the, on, on, on the, uh, in that game. Uh, yeah. Got a lot of good comments that are coming up in here. Like I said, uh, let me look at this. There was a couple of good ones. I just went by real fast. Uh, oh, let's go. Let's, let's talk about, let's, 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 okay. Now, now Devin has had this awesome 40 point game. Now, all of a sudden, everybody turns and says, you got to go win us this game, and he's got the ball in his hands. And I'm trying to tell you, everybody's thinking that he got double teamed, and and it was a broken play. He, Drew Drew Holiday just pretty much came off his guy and just went to the ball. It was three dudes on him. It was three guys on him all of a sudden because Drew knew he was going to turn. Yeah. And as soon as he turned, he put the ball right in Drew's hands. Yeah. So and then they, then they fought for it, and it pops up. So that was just a good defensive play. Great defensive play. Booker Booker was trapped. He was looking for a teammate. Yeah. Who was making himself available for him? No one. And why didn't Monty call a timeout there? Point. And this is what this is what uh, Nathaniel is asking. Should Monty have called a timeout? Yeah, you dang right he should have called. Dang right he should have called a timeout. Same way Chris Middleton got that timeout with four seconds left and got a bucket out of it. Your your coach on the floor should have called timeout too. Correct. And, see, and Monty shouldn't have called a timeout when Giannis missed the first free throw. He should have just let him shoot the second damn free throw and save that timeout. <laughs> exactly. And then in that spot, you're not questioning whether you should call a timeout. You got the extra timeout to do it. These are those inexperienced type of things that are happening to this team. I mean, Chris Paul is so smart and knows this game. He knows. Hey, we've been. He. I mean, in a in a regular season game, that's a timeout from Chris. He'd have been like timeout. He would have called right. that timeout. But 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 the, the pressure of the situation it, it, it magnified to the point where everybody kind of loses it a little bit. And now it's okay, book bail us out. So I don't like to hear all this this bad talk about 
Book turned it over. Book turned no. Nah, man, man come on. You're not even in that spot. You're not even in that spot if Devin doesn't play Thank Superman, you, man. man. And how about this? How about this, Earl? Uh -huh. On the strip from Booker. On the strip from Booker. Right. What blew the game? The game wasn't blown on the strip. The game was blown on Chris Paul intentionally fouling Giannis in the air. Oh, if he yeah. just let Giannis catch that and dunk it, it's still a three-point game. Three-point game. That's a good. You got point. a no-timing situation. That's, that's a one-point game. Comes down to the situation and the pressure of the moment and the inexperience of being there. Right. I mean, you I mean, you got a no-timing situation. You're down uh, one. They're on a fast break. Good, Giannis is behind. Right. What good was going to come out of that? Even if Giannis misses that, Chris, they could have called a flagrant on you. You pushed. Right. You pushed it. Now, doing you, the now air. you got him on flagrant. Now you got the ball in and the game over. So yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You let that go. You let them catch the dunk. It's a three-point game, and you got time to run a play and play the free throw game later if you want. But that blew the game right there. Right. And see, these pressure pack situations are going to happen for both these teams. I think the Bucks' time is coming up on game six. They're going to melt yes. down in that crush, that crucial moment where they have to make the perfect play, and somebody's going to be too – I don't want it. You take it's hot potato. You know, right. they don't that pressure to lose the game. Right. So this their turn. If they have that now, now, like you said, tip your hat if they come out of it and just go through it and boom. They, hey, tip your hat. Hey, but they're I the better team. I got a feeling they're gonna feel what we just felt last night. I can't wait to see them go on that first. I can't wait to see the Suns go on that. That first three minute, not not. I'm not saying first at the start. I'm saying somewhere in the game, there's gonna be a three four minute stretch, Earl. Right. Where the Suns are gonna go on like a little seven eight zero run, and the Bucks are gonna go cold for like two three minutes. Okay. And I can't wait to see that moment when that I Milwaukee that's crowd sits on their yeah, hands. That's the fourth quarter because that's yeah. When it's gonna I mean, it's going it's 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 going to happen. There's gonna yeah, be a minute, and that it could person. happen early. Because listen, let me ask you. Let me tell you something, Earl. Mm -hmm. I knew we were in trouble in the second quarter when that 16-point lead started to window down. You know how I knew I was in, we were in trouble? What? Because that Phoenix Suns, the whole crowd oh, sat on their hands. Did. Yeah. Okay. And you didn't hear them again until the full quarter. That's right. And so I'm waiting for that moment to happen when the Bucks had that moment where it's like, oh, we're in a dogfight, and we thought the Suns were going to lay down, but get look at the score. We're down six. We're down seven. The crowd is quiet, and, and we see it slipping away again. One more thing. Did the Bucs not lose right. this, same this, get this same position? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Did the Bucs not just lose in this same spot against Brooklyn? Right. right. Like, they were in that spot against Brooklyn and blew that game and had to go to Brooklyn for a game seven, right? Yeah, and lucked out for a dang toad that's about that long. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, be so, <laughs> exactly. So let's not act like the Bucks are the are the that's you know the period. Golden State that's Warriors with yeah, yeah man. It's 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 better than us. Yeah, I still think it's an yeah, even it, match. It's a matter. Of, it's a matter. It's gonna be. A, it's gonna. It's a matter of Monty making the right chess move, like you just said earlier. Monty has to make the right chess move. Uh, Budenholzer is is barely subbing dudes, just giving guys like brief rest, and they come right back in. Monty's sitting Booker six minutes. That's not gonna help you. That's not. No. <laughs> that no. dude is young. Let him let him roll. Let him go because now Booker yeah, just has book. to, Booker just has to find his rest on the floor. Like okay, I don't have yeah. to take every shot. Get your team involved. Let's 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 switch this subject because you know every every show we always have a DA segment, and okay. this is a DA this is the DA segment. DA. I'm not saying he's reverted back to the passiveness, but we got it. We got, we got, we got um, a man here, uh, Trevor, saying that it was nerves and fatigue for DA last night. I agree with that. Early, he 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 didn't get involved in the game to the point where he was engaged in the game like he's been coming through these playoffs. He was a little bit. You could tell when I can tell when DA's nervous when they throw him the ball and it goes through his hands. Yeah. Yeah, and we've had like I mean, two or three, and I and I can tell another part when he's not he's not aggressive enough is when you're right under the rim. I'm sorry, I'm gonna keep saying this. Will you please please stop trying to just aim it in and just dunk the ball? Because those are situations where that crowd could get going. The crowd could right. get when they see you dunking the rock on somebody, and, and and being a presence in the paint, then that could be something we can go to. The kids got all kinds of talent. But sometimes, yeah. and this is his first time, and we can't we can't come down on him too hard because again, this is a twenty two year old 
figuring it out, and it's his first time in a final series. But at the same time, he had it going, and now he's got to get back to how he was playing. All right, so let me let me let me just say something. And you know how I feel about DA, and and I I'm gonna agree with with Trevor to to an extent. I, I think nerves got to Aiton, but I don't think you single out Aiton. I think I think nerves got to a whole bunch of dudes oh, no, no, on the team her, last night. Nerves got to everybody yeah. on that. Except Devin Booker. Devin Booker. Except Devin it. Booker. Right. Except Devin that. Booker. Except right. for the last two or three, for the whole series, except Devin Booker. Except Devin opinion. Booker. Right. But, the nerves but, have gotten to everybody. But yeah. here's what I here's what I'll say, bro. DeAndre in play 45 of a possible 48 minutes yesterday. Team high. Team mm, okay. high. Okay. 45 right. minutes. No one else played more than 41 minutes. This guy, mm. this guy had had to play. 45 minutes in, in the biggest right. game of his life, okay? Right. He still right. got you 20 points, 10 rebounds, one assist, one assist, one steal, two blocks. Shot 60% from the field, seven for 12. Hit every free throw, six for six. Mm-hmm. Um, got three offensive boards and, and basically was a plus six. So I have a hard time, like, really. Yeah, there was that one play where the ball slipped through his hands and, and he could have, you know, I think he could have he got – that would have been a big play. But um, it's just hard for me to single out DA, and then you got to mention the fact too that he's it's out there. Out. It's not a singling him out. It's just we're just trying to see. Yeah, see he definitely was nervous though. Yeah, he, he exactly was where he is. And, and at this point, at this point in this playoffs where you have a chance to win a title, you can't leave anything to chance. You can't leave a ball short on the rim when you're right under it and you're seven right. feet. You can't, you can't leave that to chance. You have oh we yeah. need. This game's going to end. We're going to be down. How many points? We we lost the game by four. A couple of those dunks, and it's a different ball game. I'm just saying. I mean, you can't. No, leave no, the, no. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, absolutely. We need this bucket. It's got to be a hundred percent, and you got to jam that thing down on somebody's head. I agree. Period. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's it's you know, it's I, I get you know why you know why a lot of the times I tend to defend Mikael Bridges and DeAndre Ayton. Um, and and they maybe play. it's the coaching, man. Yeah, they because so because they're playing so much damn defense, man. Yeah, and so and so it's hard for me to really really nitpick with some of these things. Um, but yeah, no, listen, I think the nerves got to DeAndre. I think the nerves got to Chris Paul. Oh, I yeah. think the nerves got to Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder disappeared after the first quarter. Sure did. Sure um, did. I think campaign has been MIA since game two of the Clippers series. He can't. Campaign gets into the play, into the paint really well, but when he gets there, he thinks I'm drawing somebody's gonna foul me, so I'll just throw it up and hopefully he's he's like he's hoping the ball go in. It's like what hey, is when's he the last at? time I, I want somebody on he's got the ball going to the rims? Like, don't you supposed to be concentrating on the backboard and get it off the backboard to, to put it? In? He's just throwing it up. I want somebody to give me this number because I, I haven't looked this up myself. And I'm surprised I haven't looked this up myself. Somebody might be able to figure this out. But when was the last game campaign hit a three? Oh, man. Like, that was that was that was what he was bringing to the table um, that was helping his team a lot throughout his playoff run. And I'm but, just looking. I'm just, I'm just waiting for that game where campaign hits two or three threes. He had one in game four, but you talking like multiple threes where he's yeah. Just I'm talking about it. Yeah, I'm talking about a game where right yeah. where, where he goes he's out and, and he hits two or three. three. You know what I'm saying? Like I just yeah. haven't seen yeah. that. Um, maybe maybe yeah. it just passed me by. Maybe he did it in game two when we hit twenty threes. I'm not sure, but I just feel like that was something I brought up on Rip City Drive the other day too. I said Mikael Bridges in campaigns the X factor. I think when Chris Paul comes out the game, campaign hits two or three threes. Those are back-breaking threes because the other team is taking the relief. They're like, okay, Chris is off the floor. We could take mm-hmm. a deep breath here. And then Cam comes out in his two, three threes, and it's like, wow, yeah, uh, we in trouble. And he, get, and right. he goes right by, right, right by his man and lay it up. And, and I think Sean said something. And that's why he's that's not making obvious. the layups. Right, right. Pretty obvious is that their length may be getting to him on the layups because he, you know how he gets by a guy and he thinks the guy's on his back and he lays it up. The guy's arm is long enough to reach the ball. And been, he's been getting a lot of those swatted away. So now he's trying to right. adjust his shot, throwing it up high. But now you're just guessing and throwing it up there. So right. he's really struggling. He's really struggling right now. And we need him to get back to the campaign that made a difference on that second unit. Because the second you know, unit is struggling. His three ball, Earl, when he yeah. makes the three, 
you know what that does to the defense? The defense says, okay, this guy's getting going at three. We got to extend the defense. And they go a little higher. Right. And then when they go higher, that's where campaign's beauty comes in. Because he's so quick. When he's when he gets the defense higher, contesting threes, then the blow-by is a blow-by. And he's oh, wide yeah. at the rim yeah. by himself. They can't stay but in he, front of Right, but be, but because he hasn't shown that he can consistently hit the three in this series, that one foot or those six inches that of mm-hmm. different space is why he can't finish at the rim right now. So right. he, we need a game like somebody. I think my man uh, Kenny Kenny Perry just hit hit up on a chat. He said campaign hit two threes in game yeah. one. Yeah. Okay, and there and was, so we there was something that happened in game one. When that series first started, Milwaukee did their homework on campaign because remember in game one, Chris Paul started the game, of course. Right. And he mm-hmm. was doing the pick and roll, doing the pick. As soon as campaign came in, tried to do that pick and roll. They doubled him on that pick and roll. Remember that? Right. Right. Like, they did their homework. Them. Yeah. We're not going to let this dude just go around and start making layups and start. And they took him out of the series by doing that. And now his head Correct. is. Like, okay, I don't know what to do. Oh, you got to move the ball, man. You can't go through no double team. And he's trying to do the same, you know. It's, so right, they did their homework right. on They were not going to let him be a factor. But see, at the same time, the Suns got to do their homework on Connington, Porter, all these other guys got cannot yeah. get off like that. And they can't do it. They're doing a good job on our guys. And that's the difference right now. Yeah, their role I, guys are beating our role guys. That's what exactly. it comes down to. And like I said, I don't see superior bucks and the sun's trying to get to the bucks level i see still two evenly matched teams it's two just like the, the chess teams. match the chess match has to be played monty has to make the right moves and sometimes if that means taking the ball out of your superstar's hand you got to make the move that's best for the team not for a superstar and sometimes the best move for the team hey chris instead of you bringing it up we got to switch it up you know and, and make right. you a Make you a scorer now, like you said. Go over that rotation again. You said that would work for Game Five. I mean, six. Um. What? Uh, yeah, I think Mikel, Mikel Bridges, Mikel on Drew Holiday. Right. Uh, move book over to Middleton. Drop CP over to PJ Tucker, and then let Aiden control um Giannis and Drew and and, and Crowder and Crowder on Brook Lopez or however you want to do that. Like you can I put Aiden on Lopez. That would be perfect. And the reason why I think that's perfect because you've seen Drew Holiday get comfortable shooting the ball. Yeah, you need a longer length guy that can get in him and get a hand up in his face and make those shots start to go off to the right and left. So exactly, and they did it in the fourth, and they did it in the fourth, and it worked. And then to match to match Chris Paul and 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 Tucker, it's like two dogs. Just go ahead and y'all go down there and battle. Yeah, y'all go ahead and do that. Yeah, exactly. That's perfect. That's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah, and if and Milwaukee that- tries to, if they try to go to PJ Tucker because CP is got because he's got the advantage on CP as far as not that type of player, and if they do that, you falling right into the trap because now you're right. taking the ball away from the guys that can beat you. So exactly, exactly, it's a perfect. It's man, did, did they did they? You said that did you that he he stumbled on that? Did they actually do that? Because I didn't get a chance to look at all of the rotations. Yeah, no, they 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 actually did it, okay, and, and again, so again, I, I had some. Right. And again, I, you know, I'm never going to disclose my sources and stuff like that. But I did have a conversation with somebody, you know, in the know, um, close to the team. And, and yeah, this is this this is something that uh, that they could be looking at. So let's I, I believe Monty, Monty and the staff, they have a I think they stumbled on something. And uh, and I don't think it was I actually think it was a mistake. Um the origin of it, you know, the organically kind of just happened. And then it's like, okay, that, that kind of works. So maybe we can, right. we can try this again. So it's one of those things, man, but. um, And, and we need those uh, role players now in this next game to come and show up and use Booker as a calming factor, not a show. Booker's supposed to be a calming factor for everybody. Calm everybody down. He, hey, he's got to, he's going to keep us calm. We don't have to panic. And he's going to, you know, do his thing. Not, Sit back and take pictures. Oh, that's a nice move, book. That's a good move. Right, oh. right, right. You can't sit back and take pictures and watch the show. You have to be involved and engaged in the game at the same time. Use him as the calming factor, and then book at some point has to. Okay, I'm gonna lean on my team. Here y'all go. The ball get distributed and see what happens. But they're a right. better. They're a better team when everybody we got multiple guys that's got it going. 
Yeah, I mean, we need it. Oh, we need it. And that's been the recipe all year, right? It's been uh, CP, that's control the, the game, control right. the game, get everybody involved, and then Booker, be what you are, a dog, a killer. Like Melvin Booker did an interview yesterday, and I don't know if it is an interesting thing about when Book was growing up. And he said he wanted Book to be a point guard. Right. And he scratched that. He said he scratched that because he saw that he was a dog. And he's like, when you're a point guard and you're a killer, um, a point guard's got to get everybody involved. Killers are killers. So right. he said he scratched that. And that's why Book, he, he, he taught him how to be a two guard because he was a killer. So that's what we need. We need Chris Paul to run the offense and we need him to control the tempo of the game. And then when Book needs to be a killer, Go put the dagger in them. That's the recipe that we've had all year, and we can't change. We can't go away from it now in the NBA Finals. Yeah, we got to we got to start doing something now to get those three guys rattled. I, I like uh, Nathan's Nathaniel's uh, comment. We got to start to rattle Holiday again because he was remember he came into the series a little shaky. We got to do some things to get that guy rattled. And I think Mikael would be a good idea to, like you said earlier, to put him on him. Um, we also cannot allow we cannot allow that team to get hot like they got hot with those three guys shooting the ball. Something right. has to, somebody has to to you know sacrifice and 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 Cam Johnson. I don't think we use him enough. No, Cam's been terrific. Use, I don't think we use this kid enough. This kid is <laughs> he's 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 smart. Yeah, he knows how to play defense. He knows how to play, and he knows how to freaking compete. You know get- what I want to see? You know what I want to see? I, I'm glad you said, you know what I want to see, E? What's that? I want to see Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Mikael Bridges, Cam Johnson, and DeAndre Ayton all play together. At the same That's time. what I want to see. You see, you Not see Tory Bud- Craig. Yeah, you see Buttonholes are changing his stuff up. Like we, we had lineups out there we ain't never seen from him. All, yeah, he, all, went, he went all big. He went all he big. Went all big. Yeah, well, Middleton at the point. Yeah, Change yeah. it up. Change it up. So, yeah, man. I... <laughs> Okay, let's 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 move on, and and, and we 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 already we have already looked at the previews of going into a game six and what they have to do to win this game. I see it going back to seven. Let's just hypothetically speak if it doesn't go back to seven, okay? And the Suns drop this game, and then the season ends. What can this team do going forward to get back here next year? Because we got to kind of also look at the West being all the injured guys are going to be back. All the teams are going to be at full strength again. Can this Suns team add something to get back in the same level, back in the same position next time? Yeah, I think, I think, I think the Suns are a prime destination right now. I know for a fact, I spoke to somebody at the league office, good friend of mine that has connections with agents and players and people all over the league. And he told me this a couple weeks ago. He said, Flex, I ain't never seen nothing like this, man. This player is calling agents saying, how do I get with the Suns? How do I get over there? You, you know what I'm saying? And I'm, right. I'm being honest with you. So so we've laid the foundation for people that just, that there's people around the league that are actually saying, hey, I, I might take a one-year deal, less money to go play with that team. That team might, right. you know, might rejuvenate me or might be able to get me over the top. So I think you go back up big here. I think right. people are underestimating how much the Dario Sarge injury is playing in right now. If we had Dario Sarge and then tears it, you know, if we he, he was getting killed on the glass and Dario has a way of connecting things and, and being a good passer and shooting the three. So I think Dario would have been a big part of this series. Um, but you're not going to have him all the next year. He's out with the entire year, probably with the torn ACL. Remember guys, I want to, I want to stress something. It's currently July 18th. The NBA draft is July 29th. <laughs> free, ag- free agency is August third, August 2nd. Right. Summer league is August 9th. And the NBA season starts again October 19th. So we're right. talking about like in 10 weeks, we'll be starting a new season, some stupid number like that. You know what yeah. I mean? So, um, yeah, it's, Dario's going to be out, but so is Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard's going to miss all of next year with a torn ACL. Okay, so that takes the Clippers into a different situation. Um, The Lakers are in a flux. Portland might be trading Dame Lillard. Golden State doesn't know what they're doing. Um, So, yeah, do I think we can be back? Yeah. Do I think we can add a piece? Absolutely. We'll probably have the 10 million dollar mid-level exception or taxpayer, non-taxpayer exception. You can add a good player for 10 million dollars. And your decision is going to have to be, do you give that to some players like Campaign and Torrey Craig or do you go get another dog? 
and right. and and see what you can do. And that's going to be the interesting question, man. And we got the 29th pick in the draft. If we don't win a championship, we'll have the 29th pick in the draft. And this draft yeah. is a draft that's pretty deep at the end of the draft. It's not so top right. heavy this year. So there's some stuff, man. But listen, that's yeah, a and still got the development of, of Jalen Smith, too. You don't know. Yeah, what on, that's exactly. He's another right. guy that's coming along pretty well, from my understanding. Right. So he can be right. an X factor next right. year. He could right. be a Dario replacement in house already. Exactly. Exactly. So when you look at this team, I, I thought always this year coming in, they didn't really have too many weaknesses until we got into the finals with or, or to the playoffs with the bigger teams when we didn't have a backup for, for Aiden. And, of course, now, of course, like you said, when Dario down, of course we don't have a backup for him. So yeah. that, that would be the first thing you have to submit. Got to get a backup up, big, yeah. Find a backup big. And, 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 and I don't see really too much of anything. I mean, you got to start at some point starting to – Start to uh, look for your next point guard, I would imagine. So, mm-hmm. you know, your starter mm-hmm. at some point because Chris is not going to be here forever, of course. So, yeah. But other than that, yeah. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think they do have what it takes to get back in this situation again. And so, let's not yeah. everybody think the end of all end of the chances we have. Let's talk about one more thing. And I, you know, you're going to hear this on every media platform. You're going to hear it all over the all over the uh, TVs and radio. Uh, during the week before the next game. Chris Paul's legacy if he does not get this done. Man, it's going to be – listen, he's a first battle Hall of Famer, Earl. Okay. One of the greatest point guards to ever do it. Um, but, yeah, it's going to – it's going to – it's going to be one – it's, it's going to be similar to John Stockton, right? I mean, he's – that's the guy I compare him to. John Stockton had two cracks at it and right. couldn't get it done. Um, it didn't – it didn't – completely tarnished his legacy. He's still one of the greatest point guards to ever do it. But, um, yeah, it wouldn't be the same, man. It's, you know, there's only a few people in the world that get the right to say, I met Larry O'Brien. He's actually exactly. my friend. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. and, and Chris, Chris's legacy changes dramatically. If he, if he wins a championship, you can make an argument he's the greatest point guard of all time. <laughs> if he doesn't Chris. win a championship, then, then he's just one of those guys. You know what I mean? Great right. player that couldn't get it done. So um, I, I tend to believe that this is going to be something that is going to push Chris Paul to the max in game six because I think – I know he cares about his legacy. And, and I think we'll see – we'll see – I'll be shocked if we don't see uh, one of the best versions of Chris Paul in game six. Um, let me just say that. Right. I agree with you, man. Hey, this has been another one of those podcasts that's that's just encouraging to the fans. At the same time, the facts are the facts. Everybody, there's still there's still opportunity and chance here. This thing's no nowhere nowhere near over. You have to put a team away when you have a ten chance to put a team away, and it's hard to close out a desperate team. So the Suns, like I said, all they have to do is come in and play Suns basketball. We saw Suns basketball in that fourth quarter when they got the lead down and finally had a chance to win that game at the end. That was Suns basketball. The ball was moving. Other people touched the ball. So, yeah. And, and, and so we got to, we got to get to that. And at the same time, I think we play better when we're, you know, every, every team plays better ahead, but we can't let the lead get double digits in this game. Right. You yeah, know, no, we got. We can't, can't let them. Can't that would be let, really let hard. To, that would be really hard to play from. Like if they jump out on us, fifteen, and we got to battle back the whole game. I don't, it can't be that type of game. It has to no. be a game where you stay even, kill. You know, one possession, two possession throughout the whole thing, and bring that pressure on them. That's when the pressure is going to be on them in that fourth quarter when it's a one or two possession game. You got to yeah. get it to that point. If you can get the game to that point, you can take that game. I, I think that's what's going to happen because it's hard to. Close. I agree. It's hard. I'm, I'm, to team out i'm gonna make my prediction right here and say the phoenix suns you're gonna know if the phoenix suns can win this basketball game in the first six minutes if the first six minutes are played and this game is a a a basketball game and not a game where the suns are down plus 10 um suns are gonna win this game i'm gonna tell you right now playing on suns win uh, one one ten to one oh two. Phoenix Suns win one ten to one oh two. Write that down, brother E. All right, one one ten to one oh two, and bring it back to the valley, baby. And they're gonna have Booker, Chris Paul, and I even say Crowder are gonna be making big plays in this game. That's gonna keep that crowd quiet. 
Yeah, I had a dream. I had a dream. Planet Arms. And that's key. That's key. That is key. No, that's key. You need those guys. They they did that on us last night. The big plays that make our crowd go, oh. You know, we got to do those plays. Absolutely. Especially Book Book is cold, man. Middleton came down and hit that three. I was like, oh, that was was (laughs) cold-blooded. Hey, Earl, I don't know. I don't know. Book came back off that little pick off the off the inbounds play. Big three, Bam. big three. I was like, yeah. that's cold blooded. That's cold blooded, baby. Hey Earl, listen, I'm gonna stick to it, this. I don't know it. if you saw this. I don't know if you saw this, but this was like at least a month, month and a half ago. This was when yeah. the when the Suns were still like in the second round. I tweeted something out. I, I literally had a dream, and and I don't want to get too crazy with it, but I, I tweeted out. Had a dream the Suns beat the Bucks in the finals. And this is way before anyone knew the okay, Suns and Bucks were being the finals. You put, out. You okay? put that out a long time ago. I seen that. Suns yeah. beat the Bucks in the finals. And in a dream, DeAndre Ayton had a block to win a championship. So <laughs> I'm telling y'all, we're going to win this game. We're going to come back to the done, valley. Until it's done. Until it's done. Man, it's over. And my man DA is going to run out and chase down Middleton and tip a ball. And it's going to be Phoenix Suns win the NBA championship. And if that happens, I'm quitting my job. I'm not doing any more podcasts. And I'm calling Dion Warwick. And I'm going to <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to start reading cards and become a uh, uh, and become a psych, somebody on a psychic network because if that right. comes to fruition, right. man. Um, but yeah, let's have fun with this, man. Embrace this. Planet Orange win a great spot. There's 28 other teams that wish they were the Phoenix Suns today. And uh, we've had a great season. There's no time to give up right now. Everything we want is on the other side of hard, baby. Let's go we get there. it. We're there, yeah. And, and, and stay tuned in to the podcast and stay off the, inter- the national network because all they're doing is trying to put us down, man. They're not giving yeah, us no love. Stay man. off the national yeah, networks, man. man. That's crap. Yeah, but anyway, man. hey, Flex, man, I appreciate you making the time. And and, and, and this, this is what we do, man. We try to encourage the dang on Valley and, and Sons Nation that – it ain't over till it's over. That fat lady ain't over till it's over, baby. Two, two more Planet Arms. Let's start on Tuesday. Love y'all, dudes. Two more. All right. This has been the Phoenix Suns, Believe the Phoenix Suns podcast right here on KSRN and the Believe Podcast Network. And like I said, subscribe to KSRN.com and also to this YouTube page right here, K-A-Z-U-A-L with the Z at the end of the word sports. Go ahead and subscribe. Love you guys. We'll catch y'all on the next one. Peace out. Peace out, Planet Arms. <laughs> Bridges picks the pocket with a thunderous left hand. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.